There's Bibles in the pew in front of you. You can grab that. We're going to be looking at the 23rd Psalm for a few minutes this morning together. We've been in a series called Fresh Bread. This is the last week. And the goal of the Fresh Bread series was to highlight how and what people were hearing from God. And it's been a wonderful series if you've been able to be a part of it. Um, There's been some themes that have been uh, working their way through it. One of of those themes has been rest and uh, the invitation to rest and also the challenge to rest. And depending on what side of the coin you are on that. And so today, what I wanted to endeavor with the kids here, so um, parents and guardians, today you will be coaches in our time together. You'll have the opportunity to have some conversation with your kids and to be able to share with them along the way um, as we process together the 23rd Psalm. So the, the big name for this is that we're going to do a monastic Lectio Divina practice together. Just don't tell your kids that because they won't want to be a part of it. So what we're going to do is we're going to read Scripture a couple times, and we're going to see if anything starts to highlight or come off of the page for us as adults and kids alike. Cool? Sound good? Okay. So, in order to do that, we'll need the Scripture. So, the Scripture is Psalm 23. If you don't have your Bible or a smartphone, it'll be on the screen behind me. So, what we're going to do is our, our first pass of reading this, I'm going to read it. And what I want you to do is to focus and see if there's one word or if there's one phrase that kind of jumps off of the screen. Or, or if, you don't even, if you don't even want to read it, you can just listen and see if there's one word or if there's one phrase that grabs your attention. Cool? Understandable? Grant, you with me? All right. This is Psalm 23. So you don't have to read it. You can just listen. This is what it says. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So as I read that, Did any one word or phrase from that text kind of jump off the page or seem sticky 
Maybe even when I was reading it, it felt like you got stuck on a certain word. Or maybe the word connected with you with an emotion. Maybe when I read the word, it seemed to not be a neutral word. It seemed to have some, maybe some power or some weightiness to it. Think about it. Did any one word seem to stand out for you? Okay. So parents, and then those of you who don't have kids here, act like the people sitting around you are your kids, okay? So turn to one another, and if one word seemed to stand out to you, Share it with the people sitting around you. You don't need to give any commentary. You don't need to give an explanation. Just share the one word that stood out to you, okay? Okay, I think, I, I think there's some explanations going on. Grant, can you be my legs? Can you come be my legs? Yeah. If I could, if I could have one or two people, just put your hand up, and I just want you to share what word kind of got your attention, and Grant is gonna run to you, okay, right here. Still. Still. It's a good one. Anyone else have still by a show of hands? Or quiet. I think quiet was the word up there. Okay. Yeah. I think it was still waters because just uh, last week or before that, there was an accident in Missouri where 17 people died in a duck uh, and then, uh, you know, some and storm. But, you know, our Lord leads us to a still water. Good. In the back there, Grant, there's a few. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. All right. Anyone else have I will not be afraid? Verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. Add, therefore, I lack nothing. Yeah, that's a good one. The word, the word that stuck out to me was green pastures in verse 1. Awesome. Um, the word that stuck out to me was refreshes, and he refreshes my soul. Good word. One more as you run up here, Grant. Is there one more up front here? Um, I really like all the days of my life mm -hmm. because it's affirming and comforting in every way, and basically it's what it's all about. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to read it a second time. Thank you, Grant. I'm going to read it a second time. And I want you to not read it. I want you to listen. I actually would like for you to close your eyes. So if you, if you trust the people sitting next to you, 
You can close your eyes. I'm going to read this passage again. And the, what I'd like for you to, to be looking for is, what do you feel? What do you feel? As I read, what are the emotions that you feel? Or is there a specific situation in your life today that when I'm reading these words, it sounds like those words are for that exact situation? Okay? So let me read. Close your eyes, and we're going to try and connect to our feelings, to our emotions, to our imaginations. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now keep your eyes closed and connect to whatever that stirring is. Is there, is there an emotion? Is there a, a sense? Or do you have a perception? Or maybe there's a picture that's even come to mind. Or maybe there's an, an exact situation right now that God is highlighting in your life that God wants to speak into. As we reflect, you can write that down. Make note of it. Or, if you want to take a risk, and it is risky, it's risky for me to do it, but it's okay. If you want to share with us what God was highlighting, I want to give you that opportunity. I will limit it, and it needs to be brief. But grants my legs. So if you, feel, if you feel that we would all benefit from hearing what God was highlighting for you, I want to give you the opportunity. So if you think, okay. So Stephanie's in the back there, Grant. 
And we like to use the words of might and maybe. God might be saying this. God may be saying this to me. Sorry, I didn't turn that on. My bad. I feel like God might be saying to me, um, it's not you, it's me. I restore, I make, I lead. I take care of you. Awesome. Well, on this far, sorry, Grant, on this far side over here. All the way in the back there on the right. My life right now is very much all about parenting, and I felt that someone's doing that for me. Mm. Did you guys hear that? Okay. That's good. Up here? What stood out for me was he restores my soul, because mm -hmm. I led astray and went back to drinking for a while, and um, I'm... 10 days sober today, awesome. and uh, I just want the Holy Ghost back, and I want that, you know, yeah. and I want peace in my life and get my mind back together. Awesome. Thank you. That's wonderful. Thank you, Grant. We might have one more round of those. We'll see. I'll tell you if we do. So the, the last part of the practice is leaning in, leaning in to the text a third time, and what we're looking for is what is God inviting? What is God inviting us to? So what's God's personal invitation to us? And so um, as we listen, we want to be listening for is God prompting us or saying, hey, come with me, come with me to this, or I have this for you, or hey, wouldn't it be great if we did this together? <laughs> so we're, we're, we're looking for God's invitation. So as I read this again, and we'll have it on the screen this time, you can read along. We're looking for God's invitation to us. What is God inviting you to? It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Are there words of invitation? Is there an image of invitation? 
of God saying, come with me to this place. This is where I'm going. As I prepared this practice this morning, um, for this morning, there was one spot that I kept getting stuck on. And so I just want to share it with you. Um, may not be the spot that you were. May not be the words that had power for you. And that's, that's fine. Um, but the I, so, so I've been to the desert, right? Like Bo and I have gone to the desert. Um, we've done solitude retreats there. And when you think of the desert, you think of sun and you think of warmth. I always did. I didn't know, right? On our first trip, you know, it was wonderful, sunny. On our second trip, Bo and I spent three full days, two overnights, in solitude, in tents, covered with sheets of ice. And the rain would turn to ice as it entered the atmosphere. And you could hit the top of your tent and you, you, you would hear the ice crack. I didn't know that happened in the desert. Maybe I'm just foolish, right? <laughs> but when I, when I, this text, when it says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, uh, walking through the washes in the desert and experiencing treacherous and uncomfortable weather makes me look at this text differently. And when I'm, when, what was grabbing my attention was in, in my life, my, my story right now, Tina and I and our family are walking into dark places. Um, there's a date for it, right? Like there's a date for a court date that's coming up. And as I was looking into this text, the thing that really caught me was that when a shepherd would take sheep through treacherous terrain, the shepherd would walk first. And the shepherd would find the most navigable, nav, help me, somebody, nav, navigatable? I don't know what the word is. The easiest route. The right path, right? And so this week I was sitting with that, and I, you know, I, I, think I, I think I believe it or have faith for it like 3% maybe, right? Because the 97% is feeling so much. Um, but I felt like the Lord was saying, um, I go in front of you when we hit those dark patches, when we hit that treacherous terrain. Um, I walk in front of you to just follow my lead. Just look for me and follow my lead. And We'll navigate it together. And so this morning, um, I just wanted you to be encouraged. I just wanted you to have an opportunity to hear from God. And I wanted you to be able to step out of the fresh bread series, saying, I think I have some fresh bread to process. And what a joy that would be if you and I were continuing to hear from God afresh and anew. So I love the words that were brought up by 
everyone that shared and the risk that you took. That was awesome. Grant, thank you for helping me. I appreciate that very much. And I wanted to close just with a prayer um, for us. So would you pray with me? So Lord, we come to you today with all of our cares and our burdens, and we lay them at your feet. And we want to be those that allow you to fill us, that we would lack nothing, that we would lack no good thing. And so, Father, would you, as the good shepherd, would you give us peace and joy where only heaviness seems to abound? And we know that you long to set us free from the burdens of our anxieties, that you long to lead us to a life of freedom, even as we heard this morning. And so we choose to commit to you anything that's been weighing us down. You've been highlighting it all morning in this practice. We commit it to you. And we come before you, Lord, with faith that you will shepherd us to greener pastures. That you know the distance between the oases. And that you know how to find the hidden springs that we can't see. And that's good. And so, Father, we offer you our hearts and we seek to follow your guidance. And may it be so. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.